1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
2: Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, I'm your host Mark and we got Gerald joining us once again. Hey, welcome back. Back by popular demand. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Matt, the last time you were on, the story you shared about the chessboard, it got my mind racing. I was messaging Christian, we were like, okay, we need to do Xenos now and then we had all these lists of stuff. I'll have to screenshot and send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, well- I- uh, let me know which uh, which ones you want done next, and I'll, <laughs> I can't promise it'll be anytime soon, but I'll see what I can do.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I've been told I have a way with words and incepting ideas into people's minds. Uh, I've got a lot of people addicted to 40k, so I have no doubt that you will collect one if I send you a list. Well, considering I'm a living testament to that, to that
1: uh, <laughs> your way with words and everything, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah um cool well we are uh just reading somebody else's lore today uh this was written by cameron and it's called the Dozers, and it's the space marine chapter and that's all i know about it so let's dive in and see what we kind of unpack here well, that sounds like a pretty boss title so i'm excited yeah, yeah i did read one line and uh the Dozers, or the ground pounders so that that's nice <laughs> <laughs> All right. Battle nice. cry. For all things must perish. Bio. The Kildoses are an Imperial Fist successor chapter established sometime in M3-2, formerly known as the Ground Pounders. They're both based out of their magnificent fortress monastery on the rocky death world of Seneca. Seneca? Seneca, sure. Seneca. Built on and delving into the peak of the tallest mountain, The massive monolithic structure of shining steel, marble, and stone was the inspiration and envy of many. It was seen as an impenetrable impenetrable monument to the emperor. Like him, it was meant to be glorious, unassailable, and everlasting. (laughs) But this is 40k. Disaster struck as quick as lightning bolt when uh, Seneca and the surrounding system found itself at the epicenter of a monstrous Wog invasion. Putting up a lengthy and Heraklian resistance, the legion was nonetheless forced to withdraw time and time again. Eventually, they ran out out of ground to give, finding themselves kettled inside the monastery itself. With no relief in sight and the enemy numbering in the hundreds of thousands, two choices made themselves clear. They could make a glorious last stand that would cause a poet to weep or... (laughs) uh they could break uh they could force a breakthrough escape and live to fight another day after a furious debate that last uh debate the latter was chosen fueling internal anguish and shame as the orcs came streaming into the fortress from the north the killdozers burst forth cleaving their way out through the southern gate this desperate sortie was an unexpected success Though their losses were severe, including the death of the chapter master, many of the remaining forces made made it to a hidden valley containing their ships. Watching from orbit, they wept openly as they detonated the explosives they had wired in the substructure of the monastery, denying the greenskins their prize. All they had ever known went up in those flames. Precious few trophies, artifacts, and banners had made it on board. The lesson was not lost on the surviving ground pounders. Trust not in the fortifications, for they will make you weak and let you down. Oof. Yeah. Since that dark day, they have been a mobile fleet-based chapter. Uh, served from their roots, or severed from the roots, r- wow, severed from their roots, they drifted from port to port, directionless, lost and without purpose. It was soon made clear that the ground powders must reinvent themselves from the inside out. They must become a savage. Savage, callous, and ferocious as the rest of the galaxy if they hope to endure. Thus, the Kildozers were born. In time, they have added ship after ship to their fleet, swelling to a size much larger than the Codex officially allows. Headed by their immense flagship, two for flinching. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Oh, man. They continue to carve a path of car- carnage and revelry across the stars. Yeah, very cool intro here. Um, I really like the idea of like this fortress monastery, you know, prize of the Imperium, and they had to sacrifice it. They had to give it up.
1: Yeah, and being, I think they said it was an Imperial Fist successor, they they have a tendency to go into one last stands, if I remember correct. So yeah, this like, is a good this is a good departure from that.
2: Yeah, it's even just another time that a fortification didn't last. I, I recall the Siege of Terra. I read the tales. <laughs> so. uh it's it's pretty cool too like i i'm curious if i'm picking up this right he calls his chapter the killdozers because in my mind it's like when they burst forth forth from that gate it's like i just picture you know mm-hmm. uh, that killdozer guy in the tractor wrecking uh know, it's like, <laughs> you know that guy who had like a concrete fucking um, tractor bulldozer and he was called the killdozer and he went on this yes yes oh, i'm
1: trying to remember yeah. where those
2: from that, that was I from remember real life, the name man. Yes. Was... <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I picture that when they bust through, it's like, you know, just like the killdozers bust through the gates and just <laughs> everything. Yeah, very cool. Oh, I like the oh. way that that kind of plays in. Yes.
1: That. Well, what do you do when you're facing infinite wah energy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah,
2: one good tactic against fighting orcs is if you just leave, they fight each other and, you know, hopefully just kill each other, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the hope one would, one would think
2: <laughs> let's see here
1: appearance their plate is dull gray with bright yellow and red stripes A striking visage upon the battlefield to be sure an emblem of a rupturing stick of dynamite is proudly displayed on their shoulder most wield a crude metal crest slash fin slash mohawk upon their helm the higher the rank the bigger they are also fond of adding decorative spikes and studs to their armor, which has caused them to mistakenly been identified as Chaos Marines more than once. Due to a genetic mutation, their eyes remain bloodshot. Cool. Sounds <laughs> like a lot of space cocaine going on there, too. <laughs> yeah, nice.
2: A little space cocaine, a little space uh, warp dust, all the goodies. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, I come. I- Oh, I like sorry, that you
2: ahead. can uh, I like that you can definitely like you close your eyes, you can picture these guys like super aggressive, uh just leaning into like the spikes and the studs and stuff. I've always liked that hair like the heresy armor look. So
1: very cool. Oh yeah. It's like her- it's like uh, heresy
2: meets chaos, marines meets borderlands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh combat doctrine. The killdozers specialize in demolitions, artillery, and frontal assaults. Other chapters can keep their long-winded liturgies to, for the emperor. The kildorzers show their devotion through action. Nothing pleases them more than taking or destroying something belonging to the enemy. A smoldering ruin that used to be a Zeno's fortress is as sacred to them as a gilded statue or an ancient relic. Retribution for an open, long, uh, retribution for an open wound long unhealed. In order to efficiently tear down the adversary's stronghold and battlements. They have five main tools at their disposal.
1: Artillery. Artillery. Killdozers are second to none in this school. The chapter standard is to have seven shells in the air before the first one hits. They are also masters of counter-battery fire in the Creeping Barrage, where the artillery continuously strikes just before the advancing infantry, giving them cover and clearing the way of obstacles. They are also adept at airdropping artillery pieces and strategic places to tighten the noose around the enemy. Bombers. Killdozers keep entire squadrons of light and heavy bombers, stand ready to unleash hellfire or exploit any breakthrough. Armor. Pioneers in blitzkrieg tactics, killdozer tank columns are always advancing and popping up where the enemy least expects them. Infantry. The kings of Kaboom like to be the center of attention on the <laughs> battlefield. Thus, they have a preference for large, loud weapons like heavy bolters, plasma incinerators, melt missile launchers, or heavy flamers. Every Marine carries a portable mortar for indirect fire so that filthy Xenos can't even find safety or respite behind cover. They also field a greater percentage of Terminator squads compared to other chapters. Scouts. As a barbaric and boisterous chapter, the Killdozers are ill-disposed for stealth operations, that said they utilize a small company of elite forward op- observers to reconnoiter enemy entrenchments mark targets and coordinate artillery fire
2: earning the nickname conductors cool interesting uh, these guys like up... their heavy weapons yeah yeah they do i'm picking up like a lot of kind of uh, quirky humor like obviously the first one is the kill dozers but then we eventually get to the kings of kaboom i think there's another <laughs> couple ones um Uh-oh. It'll be interesting to see where the chapter goes if, like, they have, like, a dour sense of humor and that's how they end up with these names. Um, or, like it'd, you know, be,
1: like, it'd be interesting just to to hear one of their battle brothers just say, like, yeah, we're the kings of Kaboom with, like, a completely straight face.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, how how did that come about? Like, I can kind of get the killdozers' names. It's pretty cool, but then you kind of get a couple more. So I, I'm very curious how that happens. Ah, uh, chapter culture might be the the place to look next, I suppose.
1: We're about to find out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the direct and aggressive way the killed wage war leads them to having higher casualties than average. Seeing a violent and gory death as a simple uh, seeing a violent and gory death as a simple inevitability. They have chosen to celebrate and enjoy their lives as warriors. They regularly hold drinking contests, engage in friendly fistfights, and pull pranks on one another. Okay, so here's kind of more of that humor. Uh, Stardew's laughter is one of the rarest sounds in the universe, yet is common sound echoing through the ships of the Killdozer's fleet. Even Vox channels during combat are not spared an occasionally body joke. When a Killdozer is gunned down in the line of duty, a simple ceremony of remembrance is held. At the conclusion, the small plastic explosives are detonated underneath the cavity cavalier. Cavalier? Hmm, ripping it apart. Cadaver. Cadaver. Yeah. Okay, obviously. Cadaver. Ripping it apart and fleeing freeing their soul. <laughs> 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 so their spirit can guide the artillery shells down onto the heads of those who would defy the Imperium. Fucking metal. In an effort Absolutely. to be as self-sufficient as possible, they have become effective scavengers and engineers. It is not an uncommon sight for the Killdozer detachment to be the first on the scene after the shipwreck. After a shipwreck. Very interesting. Very cool, man. This is written very nicely. Like it's kind of written sloppily and corkily, and like you know, there's weird dot dot dot. Sometimes it's written out of universe, but I think uh-huh. like, I asked the question, and then literally the next paragraph he answered it. So it's very nice.
1: It seems like that orc, uh, that orc wah kind of left a bigger imprint on them than uh, just uh, (laughs) to be more aggressive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Relationships with other chapters. Being sons of Dorne, they have nothing but respect for the Imperial fists and their progenitor, even though they find them a dour and a bit humorless. (laughs) Most conservative chapters, such as the Ultramarines, find the killdozers bizarre at best and downright offensive at worst. Still, that doesn't stop them from accepting their help when it's offered. They have a very friendly bond with the space wolves, with whom they enjoy many feasts and drinking contests on the rare occasions the two chapters have a pleasure of meeting up.
2: Leader Marvinius Herminier <laughs> has been the he, master of, what how do you say it? It's like he, he meyer He Meyer Sch- Yegerman
1: Marvinius... Jensen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so that guy he's been the master blaster of the killdozers for nearly 400 years he is an absolute bear of an Astartes with the biggest mustache you'll have ever seen he stands a head taller than his compatriots even more if you include a black and white striped fin jutting from his helm old marvy has been horrifically injured more times than he cares to recall including the permanent loss of one eye he refuses to get it replaced his troops stand re- ever ready Anticipating his famous command that signals the opening of an assault. "Crack 'em open lads! Rumour has it that he has recently uncovered a horrible, depressing secret about the chapter, but so far has refused to share this terrible knowledge with anyone. Recruitment Being a mobile chapter, the Killdozers have a dozen planets and systems they like to recruit from. Inhospitable death worlds with primitive and brutish inhabitants tend to produce the most fitting aspirants. The Ceratois system, infamous for for its culture and competing space marine pirate gangs and black markets, is the preferred recruiting ground. The chapter has a long-standing arrangement where they provide a wide range of illicit goods and materials in exchange for uh, ship-smart pre-pubescence. These young boys are then forced to take part in the blood tournament, where they are paired off in fights to the death. There are no breaks in between rounds, and the last boy standing, sometimes uh, the final two, if they put on a good show, are inducted as a neophyte. Special units. Since uh, the chapter deviates significantly from the Codex, it's only natural that they would have established some unique positions in the Legion.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Oop,
1: sorry, lost my place. Okay, there we go. Number one, boomers. The killdozers abhor dreadnoughts, viewing them as a disgusting and unnatural extension of life. If a Marine becomes too injured to carry out their combat duty... They are anointed in a simple ritual and strapped with explosives. <laughs> the boomer is expected to plunge into the densest group of combatants and detonate the charges, bringing immense glory to themselves in the chapter. If they are unable to walk, they will usually elect to be airdropped <laughs> <laughs> or in one case, shoot out of a <laughs> shoot out of a howitzer. It is a rare honor and other, and other Marines envy such a magnificent death. <laughs> Talk about the most metal way for a space Marine to go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Quote number two, Holy Detonators. Nearly every chapter has librarians, potent psychers who memorize and keep the Legion history. The Killdozers are no exception. Holy Detonators wade into battle, conjuring sonic booms and throwing witch fire in all directions. Few have faced one and lived to tell the tale. The rest of the rank and file remained in awe of such dynamic engines of destruction. Three, Murder Nova. Standing 110 feet tall, this war, warlord-class titan is the pride of the ground forces and an object of immense reverence. Despite her ramshackle appearance from hundreds of years of su- substandard repair, she can bring to bear an almost unbelievable level of annihilation with her twin-mounted volcano cannons, turning the entire mountains to slag. Murder Nova is usually accompanied onto the field by mass chanting and marching songs promising death, rage, extermination, the spectacle alone causing many combatants to beg for mercy. She has also been a mainstay of the Legion for so long now that no one quite remembers how the Titan came into the Killdozer's possession. One story goes that she was found abandoned on a death world, a relic of a long-forgotten battle. Another tale recounts how one cunning Marine stole her right out from under the nose of an uppity mag guy of the Mechanicus. Needless to say, they keep her well out of sight when dealing with the Mechanicus. Interesting. Number, Number four. Almighty Lucullus. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. <laughs> Lucullus was a zealous and rowdy marine who, fell, who felt at home leading from the front. However, this hap- habit also put him in great danger. His luck ran dry one dark day on Gallienus Prime when a word-bearer silently took up position near him and fired a melted beam that took both his arms clean off. The heretic got fragged by, an o- by other friendly units and an unconscious Lucullus was swiftly taken to the rear to be treated by the apothecaries. He slipped in and out of consciousness, seeing many strange and confusing visions. After he had stabilized, he looked down in revulsion at the stubs that had once become his arms. He had lived long enough, he decided. He would choose the path of honor and become a boomer. Declaring this, the holy detonators anointed him with the customary oil and strapped a simple but powerful proximity mind to his chest. Lucullus thanked them and made his way back to the front. Carefully avoiding his comrades as to not trigger the mine, he eventually found an uninhabited foxhole and hunkered down for the night, a final vigil. As soon as Dawn's first rays blossomed forth, he spotted them, two black shapes in the distance. The traders usually sent their scouts to probe their, their line right around this time. Lucullus said a quick prayer and vaulted out of the muddy hole. He sprinted like he had never sprinted before. The startled pair of warbearers raised their bolters and began firing, but it was already too late. Massive momentum would end what this, change, what this charge be- began. Lucullus leapt and closed his eyes one last time as an indescribable combination of heat and noise washed over him. That's when something unexpected happened, you see. A killdozer patrol later found two barbecued heretics, as well as the ruined wreck of Lucullus. All that was left of him was his torso and half a face, yet he still impossibly clung to life. Bewildered, they took him back to the infirmary where the apothecaries fiercely debated what to do with him. No boomer had ever come back before. Some argued that they should kill him or risk offending <laughs> his honor by allowing him to continue living. Others insisted that he had already covered himself covered himself in glory, and that the only possible explanation is that the emperor himself must have intervened to save him. This viewpoint eventually won out, and extensive cybernetics were grafted to what little remained of his flesh. The 90-hour surgery was a complete success in Lucullus still proudly serves to this day as something of a mascot for the rest of the chapter. Dang. Over the centuries, Lucullus has heavily modified his plasteel frame to better suit his new role as an avatar of war. Mounted on both wrists are twin automatic 40 millimeter grenade launchers fed by belts from an armored backpack. Integrated into his chest plate is a flamer and two loudspeakers he uses to broadcast patriotic music. He also has a dedicated holographic projector that produces an animated image of a mushroom cloud above his head. <laughs> <laughs> his mental stability is questionable as he now believes that he is quite literally invulnerable and any killing blow will personally turn us as- will personally yeah. and any killing blow will personally turn be turned aside by the God Emperor himself. In his fury, he is quick to needlessly expend all his ammo, relying on a train of struggling servitors to supply him with more.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
2: Epic. <Antic. laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So he survives being a boomer. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what do we do with this guy now? Do we kill him? <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: What do you, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> Give him cybernags? Bring him back? Okay, boomer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking cool.
2: Yeah, so that's the Kildoes' <laughs> lore. Overall, very enjoyable. Um, I liked it overall. Uh, quirky, fun. I'm sure it would be yes. fun to play. It's like you just have fun. You just run guys in.
1: I I want to see minis, and I want to see this chapter master and his beautiful mustache.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's not green stuff on there, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very cool. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think what my favorite part of this was. I think it was a lot of just everything had a nice spot to it. Everything was kind of good. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. nice.
1: Yeah. Uh see, my favorite part was um yes. Just yes.
2: Hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Uh the boomers.
1: <laughs> mm, boomers are good. The holy detonators. Um I don't know. Lucullus kind of speaks to me a little bit, and the Chapter Master. Something, yeah, about, that yeah. beauti- something about that beautiful mustache.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about the Warlord Titan or the Titan that they have, but at least they admit that, like, yeah, we hide that away from the Mechanicum. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so at least they're aware of like the of how significant it actually is. So I, I you know, it's it's good.
1: Yeah, me- the Mechanicus don't want to don't want to let those go
2: yeah yeah uh cool well that was a very cool uh short story uh lexicanum article what, whatever we want to call this it was cool thanks Cameron for sharing your lore with us
1: absolutely it was a pleasure uh, write us more
2: yeah write write more uh even though my inbox is flooded I'll always take more I'll take as many as you give me I'm I'm like kind of like a high prostitute in that way I suppose <laughs> Just give me a dollar, is all I ask.
1: (laughs) We Um, take bribes. We take
2: take any bribes over here. Cool. Well, thanks, Gerald, for uh, joining me on the show. Until the next time, thanks.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me again.
2: All right. If you want to send your lore, you can send it into lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, show, go to Patreon, Listener lore. Uh, or you can send a one-time donation in the link down below just click the description it'll take you places uh cool that's all see you on the next episode bye have a good one everybody Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Lore. See you next episode.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients,